Hi, and a big welcome to another episode of Laughter and Lunges with your hosts, Catherine and Sarah. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us today. We would love it if you could rate, follow and share the podcast so that it can reach even more ears. Here's today's episode. Where is Sarah Chops? Sarah Cannon Coaching, invite. Here for a cheeky little live. Sarah Chops is here and apparently not on the screen. <laughs> no, I can hear you, but I can't see you. But I can, oh, can see you, you on my other screen. So maybe I'll just keep your video on there. And... Yeah, I'm I'm definitely on the screen now. But when I said you couldn't see me, it was because um, I was low down on the actual, like my chair. You know what my chair's like? Oh, I actually, I know. So can you see both of us on yours? I can't see. Yeah. Oh, I I can only see myself. Lucky me. <laughs> and I get to well you can see me on the other screen I'm just still fiddling mm. around with my light it never seems to work that's okay how are you today uh all the better for seeing you as you well know you are a sight for sore eyes today very nice yeah, I haven't to see I haven't you. brushed my hair <laughs> look at it <laughs> <laughs> it looks delightful just oh, you do you, you babe thanks how are you thanks doing? so much I'm okay, thank you. Um, I'm excited because this weekend I, well, tomorrow for a long weekend, I'm going down to see my parents in Loughborough, um, seeing a couple of friends as well whilst I'm there. So that'd be nice. I haven't been down there since last Christmas when I had to make the escape because my parents got COVID and I had to leave. <laughs> Sometimes, I remember sometimes. that. It was a bit dramatic, wasn't it? You were there for like, what, not even 24 hours? Yeah, not even 24 hours. Literally got the train down from Scotland. Halfway there, my dad texts me and said, we've tested positive for COVID. Like, do you still want to stay? And I was like, well, because they were a social distance, right? Like the whole time. So we wouldn't have been yeah. able to have our Christmas dinner together. We wouldn't have been able to unwrap presents together. So I was like, you know what? I'm just sorry but I'm gonna go back up I was so brutal <laughs> so I stayed overnight and we social distance and everything and then I had to leave uh spent more time on the train than you did with your family it was bad times bad times indeed I mean I have bad seen times. them since I just haven't been at home yes yeah yeah they've they've kitten sat a little bit haven't they they have indeed yeah yeah they're grandchildren they're grandfurs <laughs> Grandfurs, I like that. I like that a lot. We are here for a Q and A, aren't we, Sarah? We sure are. C to the K. Um, and also to let everybody know that signups for Empowered Innate close on Sunday. You don't have long to sign up. That will be it. We'll be but shutting. Won't be open again until January, February time. So if you want accountability over the Christmas months, if you want some help with evening snacking, if you want to feel more confident, if you, I'm running out of things to say, just for some reason <laughs> my mind has gone blank, want to do so much, other, so many other things and feel ultimately empowered, then get yourself signed up by going to empoweredin8.com or the link in either of our bios. Amazing. Amazingly put, Catherine. Thank you so much. <laughs> Would you like a warm up, a surprise warm up question, Sarah? Oh wow! Yeah, go on then. Hit me with it. Oh, you know what? This this kind of bleeds in perfectly to what I just said. So, 
Does Empowered run through Christmas? I feel like that's when I need the most accountability with the little thingy face. <laughs> the hiding face, the sort yeah. of peeking, peeking face. Yeah. Yeah. And it does indeed run throughout Christmas. It takes us right up. Does it not take us right up to the 31st of December? It does. Yes. Perfect timing. I know, right to the end of the year. So all throughout the Christmas, the festive period, you can have festive fun and frolics in the group with us, but also helping to keep you accountable to whatever your goals are. So you haven't got to wait till the new year to get going. Like you can start now and we can support you to feel at your best throughout that whole period as well. Mm, absolutely. Well, and for, exactly. Yeah. And for a lot of people they feel like they are going backwards with their goals over the Christmas period because of social events, etc. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You could even either throughout the Christmas period is continue to make progress towards your goals, whether that's muscle building, whether that is weight loss, whether it's increasing your fitness, whether it's maintenance, whether it's moving away from tracking, whatever those goals are, you can continue to make progress or what you can do is maintain the progress that you've made up until this point. And then you don't feel like when you get to January that you're on the back foot and then you have to undo all the damage that you've done over the Christmas period. So I think it's really useful kind of having that accountability, having the support of a group of people that are like-minded, have similar goals to you and just really want the best for you all whilst making it fun. Amen to that. And I think just what you've said there again is a perfect example of how consistency looks different. I know we bang on about this all the time, but consistency will look different over that time, potentially, if you've got a lot on. But that's okay. You can still make great progress during that time because you'll still be being consistent. It will just be that your version of consistency will maybe have changed slightly. And that's something that people might find difficult to get their head around and it's definitely something that we can help and support you with so that you know that you are on the right track with everything still mm-hmm. it can be quite overwhelming can't it especially with all the messaging out there on oh, social media man, and, yeah. yeah we get it we, we get do it we get hear, it we hear you and we see you <laughs> and we hear it and we see it as well and um, yeah we we want to help kind of cut through all of that noise and and kind of help you do what's best for you not what social media is telling you okay although ironically i just thought that was quite funny that i said that (laughs) we are saying this on social media (laughs) we're not like the other people on social media no we're not in a supermarket pointing at cereal and shouting at it (laughs) oh gosh oh wow well if things get really bad then maybe maybe that's what we'll do maybe should, do you want me to read the question? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so what is the best way to approach a weekend with regards to nutrition so that I can stay consistent? Oh, that word again. Do people plan food over the weekend? Should I avoid going places? For example, we often have a Sunday morning walk, which ends with breakfast out. Do I eat less during the week to have extra calories to play with? That is the end of the question with many options already suggested, which I think is is really interesting. I also agree with that point about this client specifically. So this client is on Empowered Innate or Empowered. She's on the continuation of Empowered Innate. And 
she's asked this question in her check-in. So this is like a check-in week. So everybody does their written check-ins. We give you a space to answer, uh, ask questions and we'll answer them. So I think it's amazing that she's already considered different strategies that she could use. And it's almost like she's kind of coming to us for a bit of reassurance. Um, I think that's an incredible thing to see our clients kind of growing with their confidence and their decision-making as, as time goes on, she's kind of like come to us with a few solutions already and said like, which do you think is potentially the best? I think that's amazing to see that. So yeah, a second, second that Sarah. Yeah, I really agree. And I think that's also the benefit with the group, isn't it? Because again, with this almost saying to people plan food over the weekend, if this was something popped in the group, I know that there'd be a lot of people there sharing how they navigate the weekend and what how they best go about it. And with those ideas, again, it gives more options for what an individual can do. And I think that's the beauty of sort of the community with the group as well. And there's never going to be a best option that suits everybody. Like the same option isn't going to work for me as it is for Sarah if our weekends look different or our priorities and our preferences look different. So I think like the beauty of us answering this question on in like a podcast live format, it's that you can kind of listen to the pros and cons, even if it's not you asking the specific question and you can pick one of like several options that we'll talk through. One might resonate more than the other will. Um, and again, that's that's very much our coaching process or our coaching approach isn't it Sarah that we are collaborative with our clients we don't we're not what is it um it's not like a dictatorship right it's yeah. not like us saying you have to do this and this is your only option we like talk these things through and we come we make a decision with our clients so I think that's one of the beautiful parts of Empowered Innate and it certainly does help our clients to become empowered and self-reliant um and able to make these changes longer term because they understand why they're making these changes um but anyway that doesn't answer your question <laughs> yeah I don't um, know whether we wanted sort of break down some of the options that that this person suggested already so um whether people plan food over the weekend I'm pretty sure that there are probably some people that do plan what they're going to eat maybe still their meals maybe they're quite busy they've got a lot on and they know to sort of have a rough idea again of maybe what their breakfast lunch and dinner is going to look like especially if there's someone who's trying to eat regularly and that's a main focus then maybe yeah having a rough idea of what sort of meals and snacks or what times you're going to be eating certain things can really help with that consistency too if that's a particular area again that you're kind of looking at um because again staying consistent with nutrition is going to look different for everyone so if your consistency and what you're trying to focus on in terms of is eating more regularly and focusing on getting in certain like fruit veg protein then maybe having an idea of when and what that might look like can be really helpful if that's what you're trying to stay consistent with. Absolutely. It, yeah, just because it's the weekend doesn't mean that all structure needs to go out the window. And structure doesn't necessarily have to look like this is how many calories I'm going to eat. These are the times that I'm going to eat. And they're all identical to the weekday. It could be very much a case of I'm still going to try and hit my protein target and I'm still going to try and hit my fruit and vegetable targets. And that can provide enough structure for you to kind of then mold your weekend around, depending on what plans you have. And you've gone on to say, should I avoid going places? 
Mm. No, absolutely not. Like we, we want you to continue living your life. And the whole point of the coaching process that we're going through is, and like you, the whole point of you hitting these goals and these targets that you have is I suppose like ultimately to be able to make the most of your life so along the way to getting there we want you to still be able to live your life okay that sometimes means that you have to not make sacrifices but make what's the oh my gosh I've completely forgotten the word compromise that is exactly what I was looking for you will have to make compromises realistically um, we won't beat around the bush, but you do not have to give up things. You don't have to give up going out at the weekend and doing things that you enjoy. So we want this to fit around your life. We want you to enjoy it. We we don't want the whole process to take away from your life. Otherwise, you're going to end up resenting it. It's not going to be something that you can maintain long term. So first and foremost, yeah, don't avoid going places. Still do your thing. Enjoy your weekend. Agreed. I think that's a massive part of our coaching ethos isn't it we don't we don't want people to not be living their life while they're while they're doing this because we want to allow for that longevity of of the results and finding a way that works for you and I think even with this not necessarily in terms of like avoiding places we obviously don't want you to do that but whatever approach you decide to choose for a weekend it's an experiment like how does it go what did you find went well? What maybe didn't go so well? And what could we do in the future? And I think that's where we're looking really more at those experiments as opposed to, as you said, like avoidant of that activity altogether. Agreed. So I think, so this client is saying that um, they normally go for a Sunday morning walk, which ends with breakfast out. So again, you can still go for your breakfast out, but maybe you adjust the choice of whatever breakfast you have so maybe you if you can with options on the menu you go for something that helps you take off your protein it helps you take off fruit and vegetables for example still something that you enjoy and remember as well that you don't have to eat the full portion a lot of places that we go to nowadays will have massive portions also just realize you can probably see the kittens um very much got distracted there by the kittens (laughs) we'll have like massive portions and the same portion no matter what your sizes and your energy requirements are will be given to everybody so I might go for a meal with like a guy who's like twice my weight and if we order the same thing off the menu we'll get the same portion size but like do we both will that both match our calorie needs or our energy requirements no like I'm gonna have lower energy requirements than somebody who's heavier than me so me me eating the full portion might not align with what my goals are in terms of my body composition. So that's another thing to consider there. And a a really easy way to, I suppose, monitor whether you are going to eat the full portion is just by simply slowing down, taking your time and being mindful over the smells and the tastes and the textures and the colors of your food. And that is just like a small change that you can make, which might mean that you end up eating a little bit less than you would have done before. And maybe that aligns better with your goal. Agreed. And I think I I knew you were going to say about the mindful eating with that one, like the slowing down. Um, So, yeah. And I think with that, especially if it's like a social thing, you've got the company there. So often you're talking. So you do take a lot more time over what you're eating quite naturally. It isn't something necessarily even that 
you have to hone in so much on because probably you'll find that you are um like slowing down because you're talking and in that time as Catherine said like honing in then more on the taste the smells and even where you are and enjoying kind of being out can really help to become more aware of how sort of hungry or full we are as we're going through that meal too and I think it throws up a really important point about kind of the social aspect of food within kind of our in a, within our life really in terms of you know that's a really important part of how we meet with people how we connect with people so it isn't something that we would want you to be avoiding but again working out how that fits in with your goals so as Catherine said making maybe slightly different choices or being mindful of the amount that you're eating while you're there or even later in the day you know if if you really are sort of more mindful about how much you're eating maybe you'll notice later in the day uh, I do feel a bit fuller because I had maybe a bigger breakfast and I maybe don't need as much later on and just tuning in more to how that feels after that meal is really useful as well agreed I love that um she also asks do I eat less during the week to have extra calories to play with and that is a strategy that you could use if you wanted to save a few calories during the week so that you know you had a bit more flexibility at the weekend, you can eat a little bit more, or maybe it means that you are less restricted with your choices when you're eating out. Absolutely. But what I would make sure you do is you don't go to extremes. So what you don't want to do is over restrict during the week by taking off like 400, 500 calories a day. I would stick to somewhat like, I don't know, I normally say to people like, 10 15 percent of their total calories that day is saved and then you bring that forward to the weekend for some people that works really well for other people it leaves them feeling hungry during the week or it might then lead to overeating at the weekend so again it's something else that you can use as an experiment like sarah has mentioned previously see it as an experiment try it out and the other thing that i was going to mention as well is this also very much depends on what you're socializing, your meals out, whether you're having takeaways, whether you're going out for drinks, what each weekend looks like and how much of that kind of stuff you have in there throughout your weekend. Because for example, it might be easier to manage for you if all you're doing is your Sunday morning breakfast and then the rest of the weekend looks pretty similar to your week. It can be a bit more tricky if say, I don't know, Friday night you go for drinks Sunday morning, you go out for breakfast and then Saturday night you go out for dinner and you're also eating dinner later or having a takeaway after your drinks on Friday night. That's when it starts to become more tricky to navigate. Um, in which case I would encourage you to like choose what your indulgences are. And that doesn't mean that you don't go to these social occasions, but what it might mean is that you say to yourself, like the highlight of my weekend this weekend I'm doing several things the highlight of it is actually going to be that Sunday morning breakfast with my partner and you potentially choose to have less on those other days maybe you end up going like you have low alcohol options or you limit the number of drinks you have on the Friday night and then like for your your Saturday dinner you have a little bit less than you would normally or you maybe choose the salad option instead of like the burger option and then you know that Okay, your like main indulgence for the weekend is that Sunday brunch breakfast. Yeah, agreed. Sort of that choosing your indulgences is such an important part. And I think recognizing again, like with that, we're not sort of saying one food is good or bad. Like you have unconditional permission 
to eat whatever food you want whenever you want so it might be even that you have social occasions during the week and you want to sort of choose certain indulgences then that again is absolutely fine you can eat those foods whenever whether it's the weekend or the weekday as well um but I think yeah such a such a really good point about that that obviously with this one this question in particular is more I guess Sunday but as you said if if it is going to be more numerous days then the approach that you take is going to be slightly different agreed um and if anybody has any questions off the back of that or you know their weekend looks a certain way then you kind of I suppose it, it helps us help you identify the correct approach to take or the approach to try out depending on what your weekend looks like so yeah if you need any help with that drop us a message and we will help amazing would you like another question because I think I have two in my question box oh wow hit me oh (laughs) I love that because this question is is hit h-i-i-t a good type of exercise to focus on if I'm short on time how to the air like it is again it depends what you enjoy as well like you could do more if you're short on time and you enjoy resistance training you can always like superset your exercises to get through the workouts like a little bit quicker um and kind of if you're focusing around kind of compound exercises and then maybe doing a couple of supersets afterwards then you can still get a really good session in um but equally, yeah, if you're short on time, hit workouts are going to have a lot of good. Um, I can't get my words out today very well. <laughs> Me too. Don't <laughs> worry. It's Thursday. Come on. It's towards the end of the week. It's fine. Uh, a lot of health benefits was what I wanted to go for with that one. So they're going to have like a lot of health benefits and still do you a lot of good. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it depends this person asking this question what you sort of define as hit training um for one person they may see it as like a short sort of like circuit based session but they include resistance exercises within that it kind of you know kind of like a crossfit style 20 minute hit session where they have a pair of dumbbells maybe they also have a cardio machine and they kind of cycle through a few different exercises like as Sarah says, health benefits are incredible there. You know, you're doing something and something is better than nothing. Um, you're also getting your heart rate up nice and high if you're including some sort of like high intensity cardiovascular exercise. Um, but then I think, you know, comparing that to, it depends what your goals are. If if your goal is I want to build muscle and your version of HIIT training that you're talking about in your question here is doing 10 minutes on the treadmill and you're doing sprint intervals is that going to help muscle building? No, it's not. It's going to be amazing for your fitness. Like I'm not saying it's bad whatsoever, but is it going to help with muscle building? No, it's not. So I think, yeah, it depends on what your definition of HIT is here. So hopefully that is useful. But if you want any more clarification, then do give us a shout. See. (laughs) And we have one more more question. One more question. Wow. I know, right? Um, Best way to work out weight loss calories. Boom. Uh, do you know what? Like, it'd be interesting to hear what you think about this. But I generally think you can use an online calculator. And then, to be honest, that's like just a bit of a starting point. You know, we even if we do an equation, 
which we tend to, then it's still a starting point for you. And it's something that you want to monitor and adapt as you go along. So you'd follow that for a set amount of time. The main thing I would say is don't use MyFitnessPal as your calculator because that's probably going to spit out and tell you 1,200 calories. But if you use an online calorie calculator, usually that is a good starting point if you're honest with it as well and actually don't undercut it. Because I think a lot of people are really used to MyFitnessPal throwing out 1,200 calories and then anything above that can seem really, really daunting. Um, But I think... (laughs) Um, so sorry <laughs> that's okay who we got cricket yeah <laughs> yeah cricket wants to come and answer this question so I think um like using that as your starting point and then monitoring after like a certain amount of weeks that's probably the easiest way to do it I mean if you eat fairly regular well actually this one asked about just starting calories so we're obviously talking a number so yeah that's what I would say yeah I I agree with you it's a start point um it's very unlikely that you're going to get it perfect kind of straight away. And the best kind of thing to do is, yeah, use a calorie calculator to give yourself a good estimate. And what you want to look out for here is that the calorie calculator gives you spits out based on like your total daily energy expenditure and then takes off 10, 15, 20% from that to create a deficit What you don't want to do, and some people make this mistake, so be wary of this, is they go onto a calorie calculator and it calculates their basal metabolic rate or resting metabolic rate, which is the amount of energy that somebody needs just to exist. That doesn't even include, doesn't even hit like the, how many steps you do a day, you moving around, you getting out of bed, you having a shower, you doing the dishes, you like hoovering the house. It doesn't include any of that. It's literally you lying in a bed all day existing so make sure that what you don't do is you get that number and then take off 10 15 20 percent because then you're massively under eating so that's something to look out for figure out i find like what the best way to do is what's my maintenance and then i'm going to take off 10 15 20 percent again maintenance being total daily energy expenditure um And again, if you need help with that and you're really struggling and you're confused with it, and even after the point where you have this number, this guesstimate, you're not quite sure what to do with it then. And then you find yourself chopping and changing because you don't see the scales changing after a few days. If you're really struggling with that, join Empowered Innate and we can guide you through that process if it's something that you struggle with and you can't stick to whatever this calorie calculator chucks out for you. You can't stick to it long enough to see results and then you give up we can certainly help. Agreed. Lovely jubbly. Is there anything else that we'd like to share? I don't think think so. I don't think I've got any extra questions. Me neither. No, just, um, just the usual. If, if there's any questions that you've got off the back of this live or any questions about empowered innate, if you're thinking about signing up, but you're not sure if we can help, then drop us a message and we will more than happily answer any questions that you've got and help to support you with that as well. So yeah, just drop us a DM. We're always happy to have a chat, basically. We are. And we are going to go and continue setting targets for yes. our new Empowered Innate clients, which I'm really excited about. We've been reading through people's forms. Um 
we both get I can tell we're both like light up when we get people filling out their forms and we learn more about somebody and then we're like oh I feel like I get maybe more excited about their goals than they do <laughs> living vicariously through them but that's it's what great. we're going to go away and do now is set people's targets and then have them ready to send out on Saturday yes bring it on Woo-hoo! thank you for joining everybody Thank you. And Catherine, you can't see this, but I really look like I've been in sort of like a dark, well, I'm I'm in a dark room, but like, it's just so dull. Um, So apologies for the light in everyone. Oh gosh. It's just not good enough, Sarah. Not good enough. Okay. Have a lovely evening, everyone. Bye.